listeners and uh, welcome back to another episode of the Business Diaries podcast. So in this episode I had the honor to bring my best friend Ella Ringrose to record this episode with me and we had such a beautiful conversation. We just finished recording and I'm like I'm almost speechless because we had such a good conversation and just the whole episode was like incredible. Um, We talked all about feminine energy and how to tap like different rituals on how to tap more into your feminine energy and just we had a really beautiful conversation. We didn't really set like a structure for this one. Uh, We just kind of went with the flow, but it turned out to be like really amazing and beautiful conversation. So I'm I'm sure that um, all of you guys will really enjoy it. And I've actually... Um, got some questions on my other my business Instagram called um, e-commerce queen so I had some questions on like how to like as a female this not only goes for like entrepreneurs female entrepreneurs but this goes for like everyone but mo- mostly from um, female entrepreneurs I've gotten questions on how to tap into more your feminine energy because especially when you're running a business and you know you're um really like business focus all the time it can be hard to tap into your feminine energy and it can be easy to kind of you know be more on your masculine all time so this I, I can guarantee that you'll find a lot of you know help and tips from this episode on how to tap more into the feminine nature I'm not going to spoil this episode too much because um yeah you will find out when you listen to the end of this episode but let's just say we had such a beautiful conversation with Ella and there's so much value that you're going to find from this episode so yeah without further ado let's dive straight into the episode itself welcome back to the business stories podcast this is going to be episode number 29 and in today's episode i have a beautiful guest joining me my best friend ella ringrose first of all welcome ella Thank you. So I'm like laughing. This is just so funny to me. Like not like at you. It's just like, you know, it's like, I know you so well that I'm like, this is like so f- professional. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we were just talking like, does it feel natural to act like there's like an interview or anything? Because we're like no. friends that we, you know, call frequently. So it's weird that we're like, I so know. Ella, how, how are you today? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you for having me. I feel good. I did yoga and I just had a shower. My hair is soaking. I just, I'm, I'm excited to talk. I'm so Amazing. excited. I actually, I actually took a shower like, uh, um, like our as well. My hair is like wet from under here and it's like dry from <laughs> It's always the way. It's always the way. I know. Also, actually, uh, before we like start um, our conversation, would you just just give like a small introduction of like who you are, what you do? Because I, I would say most of my listeners probably know you, but just in case some doesn't know you, just tell yeah. a little bit like in your own words, like who you are. Oh gosh. Okay. So <laughs> I um I don't I I don't like using the word thought leader because it's like I don't no, know. I would say you're a thought leader. I don't know. I love anything to do with spirituality and I like helping people go onto their spiritual path and learn how how to manifest and also step into the most authentic version of themselves. So that like anything intertwined with spirituality. So I mainly do YouTube. That's my main thing. And then I also have a podcast, um, of course. But uh, yeah, I do YouTube videos. And I started that when I was 17. And I started posting spiritual content when I was 21. And then I started going through my awakening and a lot of people online were resonating with it. And my channel started to grow really fast when I started speaking about spirituality. And I was like, wow, a lot of people need to hear this. And especially in the time with quarantine, everyone was forced to look within themselves. And that's the whole point, point of the spiritual journey. It's like your con- connection to source. And uh, that's something I'm like realizing because when you first get into spirituality, it's very much like 
this is the only way, like you kind of have this persona of how a spiritual person should act and be. And the more I get into, the more I'm realized, like there's no conformity to it. It's just your personal relationship and no one has a say about how you should do that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just uncovering it and learning more and more. But yeah, I teach spirituality. Perfect. I actually like speaking of that when you said the like um when you like about your YouTube channel and everything. I, I remember because it was like just when when um COVID came last year. Like that was the perfect time because what was it like March or it was March. like around March 2020 when you started posting more about like spirituality, like YouTube videos because your content changed a little bit at some point because before it was really like self-development and yeah, I mean you still post self-development but like it kind of switched to more of the spiritual side yeah. um but yeah I, I, just, I just remember the time like when your videos like really took off last last summer like early I think it was like May or something when you started talking about like manifestation like, I all know these. it's crazy because me and Sarah we met when you were 19 and I was 20 and we were both living yeah. in Canada but you knew me I had like 4,000 subscribers or something like that at yeah, the time yeah. and I remember oh we my were god like, we were so like yeah. actually I've just yeah just a little background because like if we actually I, I made a podcast with Ella we were in Greece last year we talked about oh, like don't listen really to messy one. we talked about like I can't remember, it was like the topic was like entrepreneurship manifestation we were in a giddy mood like it was I know like, <laughs> we I were like in a bathroom doing, doing our makeup yeah and we recorded so uh but yeah we so we met in Toronto because Ella moved to Toronto 2019 October wow. no wow. August yeah so uh, August yes yeah yeah so we we, we were just like it's it, it's just like so fun to remember like all the um, I don't know like when we met we were in such a different place like I like know. both of us I remember the first day we met actually it was in a coffee shop and I remember I'll, I actually have to share this with you because it's really interesting so at the time I had moved over to build my business like to be an entrepreneur I didn't know what exactly that was going to be but I really wanted to do that and I was so yeah. excited and I spent a month or not a month, like a week with some family and like all these people in like uh, the countryside of Toronto before I, I moved into downtown. And they were all like talking about college degrees and like how like they all got college degrees and just talking a lot about the college system. And I remember within that month, I went from like being moving, get, being so excited, being so ready to like completely having no faith in myself. Like literally I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go back to college and get a degree. Like I'm just, there's no way this is going to work out. And I was so in a low point, like just feeling no faith, no excitement. I just felt absolutely crap. And then I met up with you and I remember the way you said it in your voice was like, it's so effortless, if that makes sense. Like it was like, oh yeah, of course you can start a business. Like, of course you can do this. Like, that's so like, yeah, just do a course or just do something like that. I remember the way you yeah. said it. I was like, these are the people I need to be around because I went home so excited, but all before that, like, I remember like almost giving up before I'd even started. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, just, yeah. So interesting. It was such a, and I wasn't even that spiritual then, but like, I believe it was such a sign. Yeah, no, me, me neither. I, was, I wasn't spiritual back then. I was only into no. like, I, you I just, you know, attraction, yes, Actually, I just found about like law of attraction. I'm like, oh my God, speaking of, I think this, we should talk about this, like, um, oh my God, we have so many things to talk yeah. about. <laughs> Wait, I was like really quickly to say, I remember, I remember we were talking about guys when I first met you and you were like, oh, you should manifest someone. And I was like, oh, that's a bit what? weird. Like, like <laughs> that's not a thing. And like, now I'm like, oh, that's so little Ella. She, like, she had no idea, but yeah. it's so crazy. Me and Sarah have the exact same birthday. We were born on the same day. Yes. Ah, you know I what? Met- I would be curious to find out like, um, 
Uh, you know, because like like zodiac signs, we all have like um like sun. Why is it like moon or yeah. like rising signs, like sun and moon sign? Because like I, I I'm not sure what's yours, but like we should have no like you know imagine if we have those same ones as well. But yeah, it's such a like I remember when we were at the ordering coffee and I asked your birthday, and you were like, oh, yeah. or did I say it first September thirtieth? I can't remember, but. But I, I remember it was either me or I, like, our mouth just, like, <laughs> went open. And I was like, I know. no way. <laughs> it's the same one. I know. I think since meeting you, I've actually think, like, I never really thought of astrology. I never looked into it. But since meeting you, we go through such similar experiences and lessons. Like, we go through such similar lessons and things at the same time that it yeah. makes me believe in astrology so much more. And I also met someone, I think, two days before you, who I ended up dating for quite a while who had the same birthday as me and you yeah. as well. So I met yeah. two people in the same week and he was v- extremely similar to me, like so similar as well. So that's what made me realize like, wow, okay, this is like a real thing. Like this is- Yeah, legit. yeah. So yes. It's it, yeah, happening. it's actually, I met, because uh, I recently, probably some of my listeners know that I was living in Bali. So I met um, this tarot reader girl. I, I met like so many tarot readers because just such a, there's a lot of like tarot readers, like energy healers and all that mm-hmm. in Bali. Uh, so I met this, I met a few girls who does like tarot readings specifically for zodiac signs because like it, it's, it's a, it's an actual thing that like a lot of so like same zodiacs, like water signs, earth, earth signs, mm-hmm. like fire and water signs go through like same experience the same things like during the same timelines so this one girl she does specifically like readings for she does like group readings i'm pretty sure uh for like water signs and group readings for fire signs and it's actually like a thing that um i think for us it's even more specific because we have we have born like so close to each other there's only one year you know difference with us plus we're born the same day um like not like different months but that's actually like a thing that same group signs um goes through like different like seasons you know at the same time because you know when like libra season comes that's like the glow up yeah. time for both like, for both. Is. <laughs> wait that's so interesting that actually makes that's interesting because I, I don't know I, i'm really curious do you get I, I don't know about you but i get really depressed on my birthdays i remember once going to class like i was only i think i was four or five and my dad like kissed me goodbye like on my head okay and like my dad he sometimes has like what are they called like those sticks that people put in their mouth like um cocktail sticks do you know yeah 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 yeah. yes so I was crying all day in class and I didn't know why so the teacher was like why are you crying I was like my dad kissed me goodbye and he stabbed me with the cocktail stick by accident because I didn't have any other excuse as to why I was crying I always remember that but like it's a real thing because I've, I've met people here and they're all like, yeah, my birthday just get it's, it's like a, it's a real universal thing. You just get depressed yeah. on your birthday. Yeah. I wonder yeah, like what's happening. Like what, 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 what's the exact reason? Like, why do you get sad? Like what kind of triggers those emotions? I'd love to know. I think like, it's like, like reflection. Like you're like, oh, this is my birthday. Like, wow, this is all about me. Yeah. I'm yeah. In my life right now. Like I thought I'd be here or am I in the right place like you really reflect on your whole life it's like that on like Christmas like you're like whoa another year do you know what I mean but your That's birthday true, is like yeah. symbolic yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah um actually there so there's we didn't really set like um um too strict topic for this episode but like one topic that I really want to like mostly talk about is feminine energy because I think like Ella as well has gone through such a like journey and like glow up especially with feminine energy and like that's something that you've been talking about a lot in your recent youtube videos 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've just like studied this a lot and like you know there's because there's so many things that goes into feminine energy and like the whole topic so yeah. i really want to talk about that so can you just like explain a little bit like what is i would say most of my listeners probably know but there's for sure some people who doesn't know like what is feminine masculine energy because it, it um a lot of people has like gender ch- yes and they think about genders which which really has like nothing to do with you know the energy yeah. so can you just explain like what's the what are like feminine and masculine energies like what do you oh my god oh yes for sure this is amazing because i think when we hear feminine masculine it's we do associate with gender and it is kind of true that that women do have a dominant feminine like that's just thing but you can also look at it as yin yin and yang like that's yeah yeah but uh feminine and masculine energy are energies that are within all of us so just because like someone's more dominant doesn't mean they don't have another energy. They're both just energies within us. And the left side of our body is the feminine and the right side of our body is the masculine. And for all of my life, I thought feminine meant, you know, looking pretty and looking a certain way and having long hair and all of these different things. And like, it can enhance the feminine energy, but that's not the, the point of it. So I have an angel healer. And one day she was talking to me about like, we were just talking about relationships and um, dating and things like this. And she said, uh, feminine energy, Ella, is actually not even brushing your hair for a man. She was like, feminine, and this is nothing to do with men. Like, I just want to make that clear. Like, this is just what she said. She was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, wearing no makeup or barely even brushing your teeth, like, that doesn't make you not feminine. If anything, like, it makes you more feminine because you know you're a goddess from within. You don't yeah. need anything outside of you to, like, be that way. So, feminine energy is all about embodiment. So, we're in an age where we are learning constantly. Like we are retaining information and we want to study everything and learn everything. So we're in the age of the masculine of like trying to know as much things as possible, but we have to integrate the feminine, which is embodying everything we learn and embodying that through our soul, like how we feel. So instead of like doing meditation as like the checkoff list on your, your to-do list, it's like actually embodying yourself in that moment and really immersing yourself into that. And that's something that we both all need. It's not it's nothing to do with genders. I want to make that clear. Um, but feminine energy is all about tapping into your body. So your, your body is your mind, right? It's all one. Like everything in this world is all one. Yeah. But we sometimes dissociate that the brain knows everything and the body knows nothing. And the truth is the body knows everything because it is the brain. The, the subconscious mind is the body. And so all the memories, all the traumas, all the limiting beliefs, they're all stored in the body. They're not stored. Well, they are technically stored in the mind, but the body is the symbolism of the subconscious. So I went through as a child, I was in, you know, casts all all my childhood surgeries, wheelchairs. Like I had like five or six surgeries before the age of one. So technically I don't remember this, but that was a lot of trauma my body went through in, in my hip. And it was my left side of my hip, which is the feminine energy. So most of my life, I hadn't. I was so numb to my body, I couldn't feel anything, and that's where your trauma is stored. It's all stored in the hips, and so although our minds, you know, they're here to protect us, what happens is when we experience trauma or we experience pain, our body locks that away, and our mind protects us from ever going back into that feeling because it doesn't want us to experience the pain that we once felt. And so that's why there's a lot of suppression. And I will say the feminine is now awakening. It's actually turning around because people have spent so much time within sitting in home that the feminine is awakening. But for most of life, the feminine was completely suppressed. You know, we're told how to act emotionally. We're told what to do, what careers to do. We're told everything. So we we don't have that intuitive gift or we all have the intuition, but we don't have that gift or that awareness of tapping into what it's it's telling us or leading us into do. So the feminine energy is all about listening to the body and the body is 
powerful beyond measure. And this is something I can't wait to talk to you about is because since I've moved here, um, my body has just been telling me so many things that I need to stop and so many things I need to take up. So yeah. one thing that I've been doing every morning for a few, like a few months now without a shadow of a doubt is yoga. And that has been insane, Sarah. Like uh, there's like so many like movements, but mainly hip opening movements I've been doing, especially because of my childhood. It's insane the amount of emotions that come up and the memories that come up and all of these different things in my body just from doing these movements. Another thing I've been doing a lot of myself is Reiki. And this is something I did. It was really crazy. I'd been, I was actually meditating for like 30 minutes. This was like six months ago. And for whatever reason, my arm just raised to my left hip and started like going closer and closer. I didn't even know what was really happening. Maybe it was my spirit guides. I don't know. But as soon as I got like into direct contact with my skin, um, I received a, a memory from my childhood. Yeah. And that's when I was like, oh my God. Okay. So the memories are stored in the body. So now pretty much every night I will do a part of my body. I'll channel, I'll meditate and my mind will go, okay, your left shoulder. And I'll like move my hand towards and I receive a memory that my shoulder has kept up trauma in. And it's insane. And so when you start diving deep into like these really cool concepts that like aren't shared about, it it actually gets exciting. Like it's a really interesting thing because you're like, oh, what else can I learn? What else can I heal? But it's all about embodiment. So how do you feel in your body rather than how you think you should be, if that makes sense? Yeah. 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 So that's kind of what the feminine is. And then the masculine is really logical. It's very structured and it's a lot to do with the mind, but it's all about goals and assertiveness and your mission. So the feminine, I think, is all about healing and self-love. And then the masculine is all about your mission and your purpose in this world. And it's something that we both need. And so the thing about this is, is I got so caught up in feminine energy, I completely stopped working. And that was really great for the time being. I was doing so much shadow work and healing but then my business was, you know, you know, not like it was just slowly, I wasn't really caring about it as much. And I was like, you know, I came here to be feminine and all this. And it's like, okay, no, the thing is, is I identified feminine with female. And so then I I was like, I don't want any masculine. I hate masculine because it's all manly and I pushed away. (laughs) And now I'm realizing like, again, they have nothing to do with genders. We need that inner union with ourselves. So masculine i i imagine it like masculine is like the like uh cradling the feminine so like the masculine holds the feminine so the masculine is like having a routine so like making sure you do the yoga and then in the yoga you're in your feminine but it's like having that structure for yourself like okay every day i do work i go work out or it's like having you know some strategy in your life or else what can happen is it can completely just fall apart um and I think that's the, the, the point I want to make in this is like, it's, it's really important to find that inner union and the balance between the two and not get associated with genders with them. Because when we do, we think like, oh, if we're in our masculine, it's bad. You know, like I remember seeing a video of a girl like a year ago, putting up a video of how to enhance your masculine energy. And I was like, what is she doing? Like, yeah, no. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, no. Like this is so important because um, I've been on both sides of when I've been so in my masculine and my uh, business is incredible, career is amazing, but I wasn't doing anything kind to Ella. Like I wasn't looking after my body. I wasn't enjoying myself. I wouldn't even dance. Like I, you know, if I dance, it would have to be drinking wine or just something to make me loosen up. And then I was so my feminine, I'd be, you know, doing yoga on the beach and dancing on the beach and, you know, being a free spirit and doing all these amazing things. And that's amazing. But then I was like, I started to not, I was like, I hate social media. I've I want to forget all of this. And it's like, it's important to be grounded in the two because the masculine is very grounded in this world. 
the feminine on the other hand is like oh kind of you know up in the air flowy dancing around so I think it's important and that's something I'm still learning I haven't mastered this so that's why I'm sharing this and it's only an epiphany I've realized recently is like you need the inner union so that's something I'm I'm learning on um as I go so yeah that's kind of a little bit of a masculine and feminine (laughs) I love how you said I actually never I love how the way how you um said it or like put it up like this like that the masculine is more like the structure like you know worrying about that like you do your yoga but that doesn't mean that you need to be like in your masculine (laughs) while doing the yoga so it's all about worrying that like you're doing the yoga but when you're doing the you know yoga or meditation whatever action you're doing you're then Mm -hmm. more on your feminine i never like view it as that way but it's really need like a little bit of discipline because if we don't it's just our we allow because we allow our emotions to take over everything. And although it's amazing to feel into your emotions and to like let them be there, it also can completely take over your life if you don't have a control on them as well. Because for me, you know, when I did shadow work, I could be doing deep shadow work and I'll feel sad for an entire week and I'll say, okay, I can't do anything because I'm sad. And it's like, you know, in an ideal world, maybe I could do that. But you know, we're in this 3D world where we do have to work, we do have to make a life for ourselves, we do live. So it's important to, you know, really stay balanced in the two. And that's something that I made the mistake. But I mean, it's not a mistake. I learned it. and I'm still learning. But you have to emotions can really override anything. So it's like about finding that balance. And yeah, yeah, integrating it. Yeah, but also like yeah, you mentioned about yoga. Like yoga is crazy. It's like I never actually, I never did. I've never like really done yoga until I moved to Bali. I started going to you. No you, you go to yeah, yeah. I went to every morning. Um, there was this no morning. Yoga. Yeah, there was this morning yoga every every day at eight thirty. So I always went You're there. You're so cool. Oh my but, god. But you you go to beach yoga, right? You go to yeah, like beach yoga I, there. Well, Honestly, I've only gone to like a couple classes. I do it every day in my house, in my in my villa. No, I'm just- that's <laughs> actually yeah, no, every day. But I I did do some on the beach. It is really nice. I just kind of found it hard with the sand because it's yeah. not like a flat surface. So you could be like in a really awkward position, and then your hand starts sinking into the sand yeah. because you're on like a towel. So yes, oh my god, I actually want to talk about that, like the way that you're doing at home because I started going there um to yoga, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go here every morning. Like I want to learn to do yoga um and more for like the not certain that it's like an exercise but just for like healing purposes to get more in tune with my body and feelings and but one thing i've noticed is that when i i I didn't go there the whole time i only went there for like two weeks i would say and what i noticed is because i was so new to yoga i never knew like how it's supposed to feel or like how are you supposed to feel after yoga i learned that like because i went there for like two weeks and then i did yoga at home and it was such a different experience because if there's anyone listening right now and you're going to like yoga classes and you don't really get the point and you don't really like it what i found personally is that i didn't like the yoga teacher because she was she was kind of like screaming on the lessons she wasn't Mm. like oh i've and like oh my god sarah i've had a teacher like that they're like downward dog and you're like Like, whoa, <laughs> I know I get that. <laughs> she was more, I feel like she was like a CrossFit teacher or something, yeah. like weightlifter, <laughs> like, and, and I didn't like that. And then also there were so many people around me. So it wasn't like intimate. I, there were so many people around me. So I found it really hard. I was like on my mind all the time. Oh, I was thinking, Sarah, like, what do I have yes. to do next? I was just like trying to remember the movements that we were doing. Uh, so I didn't like it. But when I did it at home, and I was listening to like the music that I wanted to listen to. Like I could pick the music by myself and I could do the movements, like the yoga movements, stay as long as I want in one position. 
and like do the exact movements that I want to, it's a completely different story. Like it's way better. Like you're actually able to relax and like be more tuned yeah. into your body. So I don't know if you have the same. Like, oh, do you find Sarah. yoga more better when you do it like alone? Like, yeah, I the more whenever like it's so interesting because me and Sarah like always have calls, but like we do live in different countries, so we like it's so interesting when I hear stories from your life and I'm like, I literally like, we're such a soul, <laughs> like we're such soul family. It's insane. Cause I, I go through all the same things as you. Like, firstly, yes, I completely get that. Like with the insecurity, like I think everyone is watching me. I think everyone is like, Oh, what's yeah. Ella doing? Like there could be 30 people in the class and I'm at the back and they're like, Oh, everyone's watching me and going, Oh, Ella doesn't know how to do this pose. No one is literally looking at me, but it's like this, it's so, it is hard for me to get into my body when there's so many people around. And if I can't yeah. do a pose and, and all of this, so I completely get that. And then secondly, it's also sometimes like, yeah, I was about to say like the energy of everyone, but it, it, I think it's just more I get like intimidated. But I also have another kind of esoteric concept on that, which is like I believe in the collective consciousness and I believe like yeah. thoughts bounce from conscious to conscious through energetics. So I also think maybe the reason you're you're feeling that insecurity is because other people are thinking those same thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I do much prefer doing it by myself. Firstly, because you can listen to your own music. You can be topless if you want to. And yeah, yeah. You can, just, you can just lie down. You can do it at your own pace. I love doing it by myself. It's the first thing I do every morning. I go get water and then I go up and go and get my yoga mat. Like it's amazing, but I'm, I'm the exact yeah. same. But uh, yeah. there's nothing that kills it worse than a teacher who's shouting in yoga. Like, I know, I know. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! And then also, yeah, like um, when you know you can wear like whatever you want. Like you can be naked or just wear like ugly pajama pants. Like you don't have to because yeah. like when you go into class, I always used to wear like um, you know, Hot like sports, leggings. like leggings yeah. and all these. And, like I wouldn't wear that if I'm at home by myself. No, <laughs> I would just no, be like. I'm just- <laughs> I wear like these like weird like spank shorts and I roll them up and then I, I just wear a bikini or I don't even wear a top anymore. Like, and I just like, it just don't care. And I'm like sweating and, but it's like so nice. <laughs> it's way better. You're like, Oh, I'm a goddess. But like when you're, I, yeah, I find when I do yoga in like a class, I'm more masculine because I'm so in my head and I'm like, God, yes, do I look too. okay? Do I look cool? Do I look hot? And it's like, okay, that's not why I came here. And then by the end of the class, you've like wasted the whole class. Just like, exactly. I get it. It's so much easier to drop into your body when you're by yourself. So yeah. Yeah. Also zoom. I couldn't, I couldn't do yoga on zoom. Oh, oh I think like, yeah, just yeah. knowing the camera's watching me, I'm like, oh no. Like, yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. Same. Same. And it's been recorded. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh so uh next i'm i i wrote one question down this one the only question that i wrote because i thought that we listen to like go like flowy style um but one thing i want to ask about like feminine energy is that so i would say like in in today's society like women are more like naturally leaning on their masculine like i would say it's, oh, in yeah. today's, uh, it's, it's much like it's much more masculine like um not certainly like men or uh, women but it's like especially for women like we're more leaning you know into our masculine energy so why do you think totally. like where that is like coming from like why do you think more women yeah. are being like in their masculine there's probably like so many reasons but, there's so many reasons yeah I'm like I think the truth is is women used to be really feminine and men yeah. used to be really masculine because yeah. I think there's good and bad in every stage of life. Like, like I could say this and be like, you know, now is such a difficult time with social media for kids. But then you look back yeah. at wars and like, like I know, you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I think that you know, the woman, their job was to to provide and to to give love and to 
make food for the husband and to have kids and to do all of this. And then we went through the kind of women's rights and women wanted to take back their own power. And so we kind of swung the pendulum to like, okay, now I hate, now we hate men. We're going to be men. So we don't need men. And like, yeah. Women yeah. Standing, and that's beautiful. Cause we were standing in our power of like, you know, we, we want to take our power back. We want to create careers. We want to do all this. And that's amazing. Like in its own sense, but I think it really bashed then men and it kind of shamed men. And so it hurt men's feelings. And so they went into their feminine because they feel yeah. they're not useful because if a, if a woman doesn't allow, and here's the thing, there's so many couples that the, the men are feminine, the women are masculine. Again, yeah, yeah. Couples, but I'm just talking about more of like a stereotypical, a woman who is more natured in her feminine will like a man will feel rooted in his masculine if he's able to be a man. And so what happened was I think it kind of swung. And then also with, you know, women are able to work now, which working is, it can be a feminine thing, but it, it, there is a lot of logistics to it and a lot of thinking. And there's nothing wrong with that again. But I think it's completely switched where now, like courting isn't a thing. All of these things aren't a thing. So women have had to start protecting themselves and put up this like shield of protection and like independence, which again, like I went through my whole life doing that. And then the, the men, they don't really know what to do because the woman has basically everything they already need. Like they don't need the man. So the man steps more into the feminine to be more comforting to them. So it's kind of like switched a little bit, but again, there's no rules. It's uh, the, the thing I always say, cause I know people might listen, they go, you know, this is so like trying to fit into a gender norm or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like American life where you have this, the fence and the kids and, you know, but yeah. I think it's more like asking yourself, like, do I feel happy? So like when I was really masculine, because all my life, you know, I did have an incredible family, but when I was in surgery and there was a lot of times I'd be in hospital by myself, like, of course there would always be someone who would stay the night, but most of the time I was by myself and at home I'd always be in bed because I couldn't walk. And so I got so used to my own company that I was like, okay, you know, like I'm by myself a lot of the time. I have to be independent. I have to, you know, make sure I'm safe. So I stepped into my masculine and I was really in the head, always alert, always, because that's what the mind is. It's like trying to protect yeah. you because it's the ego. So I went through my whole life, like being in the mind, like analyzing everything and I forgot how to feel. And so it wasn't until I was kind of got to a point where I said, you know, like, I, I don't enjoy this. Like, I hate the fact that I'm not confident to my body. If I look at my body, I feel sick. <clears throat> if I dance, I think I look weird or just, and I used to love all these things. Like I, the reason I dropped into my masculine was because I dropped out of school at 17. So before I was a very feminine person, I cried, I was emotional. I love to dance. I love to sing. I love to act. I love to express. And then the minute I dropped out of school, it was kind of like, okay, I need to make a career for myself because my mom was like, yeah. you have to make a living for yourself. You can't like no money was given to me. So, um, and then we lost our home at 20. So it was just like, I had to really get my hats on and it's, it was great. And it really helped me at that time. But then it got to a point where I was like, I am so exhausted because in a female's body, if we are more in our masculine energy, it is more exhausting for us because it's not our natural default because women are biologically programmed to be more in their body and to be more feminine. We're naturally intuitive. We have a completely different cycle to males because we get our period. It's like a 28 day cycle, whereas men have a 24 hour cycle. Yeah. So they only need the day to regenerate. We have like a completely different biological system. That's just science. It's not yeah. even anything. So I think that was the biggest thing for me was realizing like, I can't keep doing it this way. I can't keep seeking pleasure from the ego. I can't keep you know, thinking that I'm going to be happy through the mind, like that takes from being in the body. So 
I moved out to Fortaventura. I mean, I really got into femininity, like I'd say a year ago because I started doing shadow work, deep, deep healing. But I think it really started to activate when I came here and I really stopped wearing makeup. Um, I stopped wearing fake tan. I kind of cut my hair off to like feel free. And I started like hula hooping and doing yoga every day and like cycling and I go swimming and I go to the beach and I just do things that like I would never allow myself to do because I thought it looked weird or I, you know, I allowed my mind to encage me. And so the feminine is all about letting that cage out. Like you're a, a, a lioness, like you're a, like a warrior, like we were saying in the thing, because another thing I sort of thought for a while was femininity is like very like, Oh, you know, light and soft yeah. and, and again, I also want to say, like I was saying, like we need the union of masculine and feminine. I personally think though, I'm like, I like to be my feminine pretty much all the day, but I do like that little bit of masculine, right? So I'm not yeah. saying like you need to be the both, like perfectly 50-50 because we will be more leaning towards one or the other. Yeah. Um, but I remember, wait, what was I saying? Just there, I was about to say something. I um, You were saying something you remember and then... Oh, why can't I remember? I... I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I just, oh no, I hate when this happens. I, but yeah, I just got so exhausted being my mind and yeah. um, I just started listening to my body and it started telling me all these things I need to stop. It started telling me foods I need to eat and foods I need to cut out. And again, I'm not perfect. You know, there's days I still eat junk and like, I'm still learning. Like this is a lifelong process and we're so young as well. And we're still learning our ways, but like the body is so wise beyond measure. Oh yeah, the goddess thing, sorry. So when I first thought of femininity, I thought femininity was like, you know, being really soft, innocent, like girl. And it's interesting when you do shadow work and I've done a lot of it, you actually strip back to a very naive, innocent girl. Like that's how I feel all the time. Like I'm very innocent and not innocent, but like I, the ego is stripped back and you just are a natural form, which is a woman. So that happened. But I also realized like the feminine energy is so powerful beyond measure. And I think that's one thing women are afraid to think. Like we think power is wrong because we think that's more male because it's a very male dominated society. So we think that like being powerful is masculine and it's not, but the feminine energy is so beyond powerful. It's like a, a goddess. Like when I think of feminine energy, I think of like fire, like this fire of like this just extremely powerful energy that like she knows her boundaries her energetic boundaries she allows no one to walk all over her she loves herself for who she is like like adores herself like that's the feminine energy I'm starting to realize it really is but before I thought it was like you know really quiet and vulnerable and sensitive and you can be all those things but I think it's also important to harness that like we as women are extremely powerful. And when we tap into that, it's like we feel so in control, but not in a controlling way. It's like no, yeah. one can, no one can hurt us or no one can tell us who we are. We know our worth so much. We can't allow anyone to hurt that from the external. And yeah. I think that's stunning. I think it's so that's, attractive. That, that, that's a good way to say that. Like when you, when you picture like, a, you know, God as woman, it's, I, I kind of get the same like view that there's like, you know, it's like a fire. There's like mm. kind of like fire around her. I actually have this book that um, I saw you were reading. It's Warrior oh, Goddess. If anyone knows that yeah. book. But it's so funny because it's holding my microphone at the moment. <laughs> and um, there's literally like, you know, this really reminds me of like fire. Um, oh, it's like a red mm. book. And yeah. there's this woman like holding up her hands like a goddess. And there's like kind of like fire around her. So that's literally like, a good, I think a lot of women, you know, we think that, um the feminine energy is really weak and you know that's it's really weak what i've learned is that like like you said the feminine energy like 
we should just like embrace it more like take our power back and realize like we are it's so powerful like i think that feminine energy is like literally like i don't want to say the most powerful energy in this world but like it's so powerful because we are the creators of this life we're able to like you know like born babies and like like do all of these incredible things like we're so powerful and a lot of women like don't um you know we think that it's weak and it's not it's like anything but weak like it's it's not weak at all you know a lot of obviously we tune into our emotions like it's really feminine trait for example like you know just like be intuitive like tune into our emotions and like cry Mm. and stuff like that but it doesn't make us weak like it's all about i think it's super strong as well to you know, cry, yeah. for example, cries extremely, like, oh my God, I strong, cry every day. <laughs> a- like, act. Um. Yeah. No, you're so, you're so right, Sarah. And it's like, it is true, though, that feminine is actually more powerful than masculine because that's what a masculine craves. Yeah, like, exactly. It's also, um, you said something there about being weak, which was so interesting. I love that. You said, oh no, you said something that's really getting on. Oh yeah, the moon. Sorry. Another thing is like the sun is the masculine energy and that's when we get up and we go out and we do things, but the moon is really feminine. And like, if you can even like sit in front of the moon, like at night time and soak up the energy, like there's so much wisdom you'll receive, especially if you're on your period. Oh my gosh. Um, I would, I would do that, like lie in front of the moon in like this position, like a yoga hip position. And like, it's the most incredible energy. But like you said, it's like, um, we, we have to embrace that we are just as equal as men and we are powerful and beautiful. It doesn't make us like, we don't need them. It's like the thing about this reality. And it's like, I I saw this from Teal Swan. So like, I'm probably going to be taking like what she's saying, but it really resonated with me. And I was like, that's so true. It's like, the truth is though, is like men and women do need each other in the society. Like we're very different and we have to accept that or whatever gender, you know, you identify as, but it's like, we are all extremely different and it's not about trying to copy someone else's trait and be better. Like men are good at certain things. Okay. And like, if women want to do the same things to them, incredible, amazing. But like, we also have our own gifts and things that we're good at. Like the truth is, is like, of course there's probably so much women that are stronger than men, but men naturally just are built differently, but we have our own unique things that we suppress because, because society is run by males, we don't, seek within to find those gifts or to enhance them. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So it's, um, it's all about going within for the feminine, for any women listening who just wants to get in tune with their body. Another thing I know it's in the war warrior goddess training, but a huge thing you could do is getting oils and like just massaging your chest area and your breath, yeah. your boobs, yeah. like that, um, automatically opens your heart chakra and you will access this energy you've never felt because the energy is all within our body, but we never touch it like we're never like oh what's this feeling like like the body like i because when people say go within you like literally think okay it's in the mind like it's in the body but like the physical body is just as important as the within because that's why we're here because we have a physical body you know so there's like different parts of the body that hold different things that goes into chakras and stuff like that but yeah like there's so many activities you can do but i think like dancing is probably one of the most powerful things a woman can do to tap into their body oh yeah i remember what i was gonna say sorry this i saw this like tiktok a while ago and it always stuck with me and it's like okay like I, i completely get that like we as women have babies but it's like when you actually think about it our body produces teeth and bones and organs 
when yeah. I think of it that way, I'm like, what in the, like, of course you're like, oh, a baby and a woman. Yeah, that's normal. And yeah, then but like what's inside of it? It's like, <laughs> it creates like the, the lungs, the, the, like nails, hair, like the teeth, the it creates complex, eyeballs. Like, creatures. Yeah. It creates eyeballs. Yeah. Like, that is insane when you think about it. Like that's the power our bodies hold and we have to treat them like temples. Like, cause they are, they are sacred portals. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we shouldn't just, you know, take them for granted. So that exactly. goes into like feminine energy is really health. It's about looking after your body internally and externally. So your emotions, your shadow work, valuing yourself, having boundaries, which is another thing I've only- We were talking about this actually. Um, we were talking about this like doing this. <laughs> yeah, we were. And I, I never even considered boundaries a thing um, until recently I realized like, oh my God, no. Like if someone's constantly, you know, trying to push your boundaries, like that's, that's, a, that's a sign that you don't value yourself enough. Yeah, so yeah. It's, um, I'm always learning these things, you know? It's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I think um, we we both saw uh, Isabel Palacio. She has a really yeah. good video about like she has multiple videos actually. It, one thing is like I think the video I've seen is like how to like it's about like feminine traits and like one of the fir- I think the first one that she talked about is like setting strong boundaries and like you can really tell just from her like the way she carries herself like she oh, like queen. she doesn't mess around like she has really strong boundaries like you can just tell it's, when they're it's like so attractive like it's, it's so beautiful. attractive yeah because it's not like that's one thing I've only realized you know you know why but like that's one thing I never realized with like spiritual people and sensitive stalls is like yeah. we have a hard time setting boundaries and it's literally like the most self-worth thing that you can do. And here's another thing. I don't know if you say God or if you say universe or source or whatever you have from your understanding, but for a very long time, I just said God, I'd say for six months, I'd always say God or, you know, I'd be thinking, but lately I've started saying goddess and I've been receiving a completely different energy every time I say goddess. So it was really interesting because whenever I see guidance from God or, you know, like, of course there's, you can use whatever you want, but whenever I'd seek guidance from God, I would get like logical answers, like yeah. do the time shall pass or do the, and then when it's the goddess, I get this like fire, like this, yeah. I can't even describe it, but it comes wow. from within myself. Yeah. So whenever I was seeking answers from God, it was always coming from outside of me. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it always felt like it was from outside of me. But yeah. whenever I say goddess, it was like the answers were coming from within myself. Coming from within, yeah. I can't even describe it, but it, I would always get visions of fire and like Reiki and like chakras and like energy and the body. Like it, it was a very different energy in the inner child. Like whenever I seek guidance, it always just takes me back to my inner child. How is she feeling? Would she want this to happen? Like, so if anyone listening is struggling, struggling with boundaries or just they, they find it hard or people pleasing, or they're just, you know, for whatever reason, um, maybe say goddess but think of your inner child and visualize yourself as a little little child and be like how would they feel if they are treated this way would they which would, would they like that and when yeah. you see like the pain that inner child's like holding you're like no there's no way i can allow this because this child does not deserve this so that's another yeah. form that i've been doing that's like wow that's been really changing it for me um, I don't even know how it happened, but I started saying goddess and it's like, it's been very interesting. So I, yeah. I think also because we're kind of stereotyped that God is a man. So it, that, that's, so, that's so true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, but it's like, God is feminine and masculine. Like the, the world's like mother earth is feminine. The sea is feminine. The trees, yeah. mother nature, it's all feminine. 
um, and we need the two to survive. That's one of the laws of the universe. It's the law of gender. Yeah. It's that we need the two in this world to co-create and survive. So yeah. um, I think when we have that linear way of looking at like the universe or God as a man, it's like, it's cutting off half the I the know, gifts, half of the earth, you know? exactly, yeah. yeah. Actually, like, something more about rituals you mentioned about, like, you know, putting oils in your body and, like, you yeah. know, feeling your chest and opening your heart chakra. What are your own favorite, like, you can mention three, five, like, as mm-hmm. many as you want, but, like, what are the most important rituals that has been, like, first of all, gets you to the feminine energy, but has been, like, the most, just, like, life-changing ones and, like, that really, yeah. like, if, if you're feeling, like, really bad, like, out of alignment and you're just feeling, like, um you know, low vibe, like what are the rituals that makes you feel like feminine and gets you into like oh the flow? <laughs> uh, the first one, 1 million percent dancing. Like if you can, and here's the thing, and I bet you, I, I can, I bet you've experienced this too, because I feel like we're so similar, but like I used to dance around my room all the time. Like I think everyone did like, like you didn't care, but for whatever reason, I realized that it came to a point where if I danced in my room, I'd still be so paranoid someone was watching. Like yeah. I'd cover the camera on my phone, <laughs> I'd shut my windows and I'd be like looking at my door every second because my mom got to come in. Like so ashamed of dancing. It was it disgraceful. That's when I realized like, okay, Ella, this is really bad. Yeah. Um, but dancing is probably the number one way because that's when you move your hips, you are literally awakening that prana energy, which is life force. Yeah. So dancing is just hands down or getting a hula hoop, like just doing something to do with dancing. Incredible. Um, oh my God. One- actually, I have to mention, have you seen this TikTok where it's like this woman is explaining like the trauma is like stored in your hips and then there's yeah. this girl like twerking like crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, twerking. I, trauma. Yeah. I follow this girl on Instagram. Her her name's Sahara Rose and she Oh I thought yeah I follow her as well. Yeah, she's she's like twerking is the best thing for <laughs> yeah. healing. And I was like, yes, I love it. She's like, yeah, you've got to twerk. Yeah. So but um another one is um walking in the sand. So if you have a beach or walking in grass. So our shoes, um, this I could get so into the matrix with this where I love talking about like the fact that a lot of things in this world are actually yeah. created so we have lower we're, we're not high vibrationally, but our shoes have this synthetic like rubber that disconnects vibrate. Like the mother earth has an extreme consciousness. Like it's, yeah. it's like a being, it's huge, yeah, like, ginormous. So it has its own divine energy, which is the feminine. It's what creates life. It creates food. Um, so when we, our shoes disconnect us from that energy and that is what recharges our body. So when we're yeah. wearing shoes all the time, it's literally disconnecting source from channeling up through our body. And it's also what keeps us grounded in this world. It's the root chakra. So walking in grass, barefoot or the sand, extremely powerful. Um, another one is walking in nature. I mean, you can listen to music, but if you actually just turn off music and you just walk through nature and you really absorb, like you can even say hi to the trees and like, you know, touch the trees and like feel yeah. the energy that comes off. But like my mom always talks to trees. She's like, hello plants. Hello trees. Aww. Like she's such a cutie. I remember I left my plant with her for a week and she said she was talking to it every day. And I was, and then I came back and it was like vibrant. And I was like, you are adorable. I remember this. We were in Greece at this time and you, you, yeah. I think you told about this, like your yeah. mom sent your voice message and like, she talked about your plant or something like that. Yeah, I think, she was yeah. like, I've been talking to it and it's like, cause it was dying and then it all yeah. came back to life. But uh, yeah, they have consciousness and they have energy to give you like, it's literally like another form of oxygen. Like it's like, there's yeah. so much energy that I can give you. So those would be some ways really just dancing or even having a bath and like um, activating the senses. So it's all about pleasure. So 
like the senses of putting on lotion on your body or putting oils in a bath, a bubble bath, like even eating, like, here's the thing that like, I have an angel, the angel healer I work with, she, she makes her own like healthy chocolate, like a, I think it's like a vegan chocolate, but she eats a little bit every day purely to activate her feminine energy because it's so delicious. And like, yeah. it's such a, like a, a nice act of love to herself because it's pleasure. Yeah. So it's yeah. really doing anything that like makes you feel pleasure, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's what the feminine is. It's like, and that's one thing women have suppressed. We feel guilty to have pleasure and we feel the need to please someone else, you yeah, know, in yeah. many different ways, if you get what I mean. So it's all about redirecting that pleasure back to herself. And it's being so indulged in the moment that you're not thinking. Yeah. So that's actually form, interesting that's you mentioned swimming, about the the, the, the shoe like the shoes because yeah. they're actually I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've heard about this as well like there's um thousands of like um you know you know like acu, acupuncture acupuncture like acupressure yes yes yeah so when you go to like acupuncture healing like they put um those needles to um what is called like our bottom of our feet what is called the like souls the, yeah yeah because yeah in our souls because there's so many uh like energy like acupuncture points in our feet so my yeah. actually i learned this from my mom my mom told me this that like walking in the sand really uh presses and like because you know it's like pretty hard still like the sand yeah. if you walk like um not like soft white sand beach <laughs> it really activates the acupuncture points in your feet and it actually has like really good like health benefits because it gets your energy like circulating when you um and even if um like stepping into like, you know, those balls and like needles, just like activating your feet because there's so yeah. much like energy points there, like in your feet. That's really interesting that you say that. It's also interesting that the bottom of our feet is called the soles. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. that's so interesting. It's like, um, cause I worked in a gym for a while in Canada. And like, one thing they said is like, the feet is like the part that needs the most love in our entire body, but it's like the, the part that literally no one gives a crap yeah. about because you can't yeah. even see it. But it's like our feet hold all the weight of our trauma, our energy, our bodies, our organs, everything is held yeah. in the feet. And so even like giving a massage, also whenever you put stuff at the bottom of your feet, it's the first thing that goes into your bloodstream, like it goes in really fast. So if you can like give yourself a massage, that's something I don't know if I told you, I get like a Hawaiian massage once a week now. And like, wow. it's so crazy because if I did this a year ago, I wouldn't be able to rationalize it because it's I, I never, I never use the word expensive. I don't believe in, in that word, but yeah. like I would have refused to pay that much. But yeah. now it's like, it is the biggest investment ever because for the first time, like I'm actually starting to feel my emotions so deeply. I'm like, I'm like really t tap in, but like, that's something I get every single week without a doubt now. Like, yeah, and yeah. it's also, if anyone's listening and wants to get a massage, be really careful who you get from massages from, because it's a very big exchange of energy. So the person I go to, she's really cool, really spiritual, yeah. beautiful energy, and she does Reiki and everything, but just have a bit discernment because if you just go to like someone who doesn't have the best energy, you're, you're really entangling yeah, yeah. yourself in that. But, um, massages, give yourself massages as well with oils I love oils. Um, that goes into like skincare, like as a girl, like if you, or even a guy listening, sorry, I always say girl, but like if you wake up and you want to, you know, spend like 10 minutes, like light a candle, your incense, do your skincare, like that's just another reason, like way of receiving pleasure. And it's like, it brings like enjoyment into this life because I think we get so caught up in spirituality that we're a spirit and we're a soul that we literally forget to have any fun in this life. Like we literally think we're meant to come here and heal and suffer. And it's like, we came here to enjoy our lives. We came here to receive pleasure. And like, we're not going to be able to experience a massage when we go back to the spiritual realm because 
it's a physical 3D thing. Like we have these bodies to enjoy. So like enjoy them to the fullest. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's really like, I get so like passionate on that. And the reason I say that is because I was the person that was suffering for so long because I didn't think I deserved any anything like pleasurable do you know what yeah, I mean yeah yeah I think a lot of women are feeling you know guilt um because you know we're because we, we we used to be in this spot of, like uh you know two years ago when we were living in Canada we were so like you know all about the hustle energy and stuff. <laughs> like I would love to hear entrepreneurs. oh my god those times and, like, the when there's nothing it's wrong with that that also I would say conditions women to think that it makes, it makes us feel like shameful when we want to tap into our feminine energy. And even I, I still notice this, like I've been so like in my feminine as well, like past, I would say two or three months, like really mm. like just more on my feminine. Especially now when I'm a little bit like on a holiday, I came to another town mm. in Finland and I'm just like being single with my friends, like, um, you know, being on the nature all the time, like going for swims, like not working, Beautiful. just doing some podcasts like here and there, but not doing like serious work. And I was actually calling, um, when someone asked me, there has been a few people who has been asking me now in the week, like, how's your work? Like, how has been your work this week? I, I've been just more conscious about it. That, like, I have felt some shame of saying, oh, like, yeah. I, like I, I really haven't been working. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, there's some, you know, there's this, like, um, like, women are conditioned to, like, think that, oh, it's, like, shameful not to work and, like, you know, be building this empire all the time. Like, don't feel shame about, like, shameful about that. Like, it's totally fine not to work for, like, two weeks. You know, just go for more. Hell yeah. Take time to heal. Just tune into your body, do yoga, not do any work. Uh, that's still something that I'm working on. So, Oh, Sarah, I completely feel you like not well. working. You know, I feel you there completely. It's like we feel shame for enjoying ourselves. And if we're enjoying yeah. ourselves, it's like something's wrong. And it's like, this isn't right. Like I should be, that's something I'm actually realizing as well, Sarah, is like, I'm only realizing recently, I don't know. I think it's a real deep rooted belief in my subconscious is like, whenever I feel a sense of happiness, I'm like, something's wrong because I should be doing my shadow work right now. Like something's yeah. wrong because I'm suppressing something. And it's like, well, what's not like that's actually a really toxic way of living that like you think you constantly need to be fixing on something because you're not yeah, there yet exactly so that's interesting you say that because i've been experiencing that not in a work way but just like if i experience happiness i'm like this is wrong so i'm like trying to figure that out as well but, yeah uh, i actually loved you were talking about this in one of your youtube videos uh, about because you were mentioning about oils like how oils are <laughs> really, oils. really like help like we can talk oil. about you can talk about that like more uh but like oh, yeah. i remember you were saying something about in your youtube video like it really because like women are conditioned to like feel shameful about like feeling pleasure and you know feel like ashamed with our bodies and like so the oils really help you to like you know tune into your feminine energy and just like to learn mm-hmm. to like enjoy it of like you know, <laughs> rubbing the oil into your body. I Can you have to talk more about that? I'd be so curious to hear. Like- I love essential oils. Oh my God. My new favorite scent is orange. Um, I recently gave a perfume because I really started to look into it and it's, yeah, I won't get into it, but it's just, yeah. uh, just if you research it deep, it's extremely bad for you, even on your clothes. Uh, but I started like just using coconut oil as a body lotion and then I'll put like a drop of orange essential oil, like real good quality one. And oh my God, I, it's, the nicest thing in the entire world you feel so clean and like I just feel like a goddess like because I'm not I feel like I don't know I don't feel like uh I just feel like it's it's radiating from without like within it's it's hard to explain but yeah oils are just amazing and I also have started getting really into holistic health which is like I don't put something on your body that you can't eat yes and this is something that we we 
both are really passionate about this now, which is like fake tan. I was wearing fake tan for eight years of my life. And like, I didn't even know what my natural skin tone was. I wouldn't allow myself to go out. Like when me and Sarah went on holidays, I remember I refused to stay in the sea for more than five minutes. Yes, me was, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It's actually it fun because crazy. we quit, we literally quit the cell tan. Like, I, cause I've had the exact same problem. Like I've been covered day. in cell tan for like four years. And this was so funny because we were just remembering this. We both quit Seltan like I, I think two months ago and we, we took a trip to Greece last year and we went on this uh, like a small yacht trip and we were just like, we were just like, we literally couldn't stay in the ocean for like longer than five minutes because we were so self-conscious like, oh my God, like we're going to be so yeah, pale. I went like, swimming. It's so sad, like the opportunities yeah. that we have missed just because of like. It's actually crazy and we're literally in our hot youth stage and like, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's so funny when I hear this because it's like we like for people listening like me and Sarah like I remember like bringing like fake tan in loaded little bottles to make sure I could get through and then I got through customs and found out boots was open so I bought like pre-tanner self-tanner like like foam and we used so much tan by the end of it like our Every towel in that Airbnb, God forbid, was just oh, like brown. We were walking around like sticky, like waddling around because we were <laughs> sticky. But like we put so much tan on, it was actually disgraceful. And the fumes and the chemicals in this are horrific for you. Like you would I not, know. if you pumped tan into your mouth, you'd get sick. And this is the thing, people don't forget, people forget this because I, I completely went through this. Um, also I want to make it clear, like anyone listening who wears fake tan or if they wear makeup, like there is no shame to be felt there because I know for a fact, if I listened to this a year ago, I would start guilty. I would, I'd punish myself. I'd be like, Oh my God, you're even more useless now because you're wearing fake tan. You can't do anything. So it's like, no, everyone's on their own journey. Like take your time, you know? Yeah, so yeah. But I like the, 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 what you put in your skin goes immediately into your bloodstream. Like your blood that like goes through your heart. It's like, it's so serious. Like, yeah. it, like, no pressure, but like, yeah, what we put in our body, we should be able to eat. So I completely converted all my products. So even down to my shampoo, it's completely natural. Like it's, it's uh, homemade here. It's just like oils and shea butter. And like, um, it's just very natural. So like I have a natural shampoo, a really natural conditioner, like it's all organic homemade. Like, uh, it goes off very soon. That's, that's yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. Um, for my skin, I use jojoba oil for my body. I use coconut oil and essential oils. And I even bought like essential ball roller and orange scent with like lemon in it as my perfume. And it's like, I only use products that I know I could swallow. Yeah. And I've noticed I literally don't wear any makeup. I think I wear lip liner and my eyebrows. I fill them in a little bit, but like, yeah, my skin has improved dramatically. And I, am. Um, I had, I actually started getting really bad acne when I like, like about six months ago. And I think, I think it was down to the fake tan because I was putting so much on my face. Mm. Um, but ever since stripping all that back, you over time, because it takes time, firstly to get used to yourself without it. But once you do, you feel so liberated and free. Um, and you also feel good because the thing I think people struggle with the most, most is eating healthy. And that's something my yeah. whole life, I've wanted to be healthy and I go back to eating junk. And it's like this yo-yo, like constantly back and forth. But when we firstly choose the products we're using on our bodies and our skin, it will naturally ripple into your diet because you'll be so con you'll be like, I feel amazing that I use all this natural stuff. Hmm, what about what I'm putting into my body? Whereas when I was trying to focus on what I was putting into my body, aka food, and I was putting all this crap on the external, I never lasted in eating healthy because I didn't actually really 
I, I didn't understand like that it's just as important as food. Like I, I just wanted to look good. That was the main goal. So yeah. I would put all this crappy stuff in my body and just eat well because I wanted to look like good. And I'm realizing when you do it the other way, like if you just really take care of your external and your internal, like you feel incredible, which makes you look good. I, yeah. I, I feel like that was explained badly, but like no, if you're really struggling to eat healthy, like just start with the products you're using on the outside and you naturally will start to gain an interest into this stuff. Yeah, That's what I, yeah. I've started to get really interested in this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing that. Yeah. I love about essential oils. Cause I only, I always knew like what are essential oils, but I always, I always used to use them in like, um, you know, the room steep, like, uh, this is mm. what it's called. Like the steamer. Oil diffuser, yeah. Yeah. Oil diffuser. But I never or realized how you can actually use them as perfumes until yeah, you can even like a month ago. Yes. And yeah, exactly. And now I'm all, like, I, I have, oh my God, I bought so many, um, you know, you can also buy like, you know, crystal infused, um, like, yeah, um, that's what I have. It's a crystal. Yes, I have powder. as well. Yeah, I bought one from Bali. So I only got them. I met this girl in Bali and we went to this Mexican restaurant and she she just like rubbed it to her wrist and like did like this and then like like smelled. I'm oh, best my listeners can see, but I'm smelling my wrist right now. <laughs> so like she like smelled it and I was like, whoa, like this smells really good. And she was like, Yeah, it's essential. Or, like she made this custom, it was like lavender. Um I can't remember what, but it smelled really good. And like when yeah. you smelled it um it's like aromatherapy right like it made you feel really like relaxed and I was like oh my god and like she gave it to me and like I rubbed it in my hands and like it warmed my wrists and then I, I it, oh my god I was like oh my god I need to start using this as a perfume and we went to pay for our food to like the cashier mm-hmm. and it was this man uh the cashier and he was he, I, like I, we didn't know that guy but he was like wow you he was like wow you girls smell really good and I was like yeah. <laughs> The next day I bought an essential and now I have so many and like they're incredible as perfumes. Like you just smell like, oh my God, you smell so, it's not only relaxing, like it really, just the smell makes you, yeah. it calms your brain. Like I feel like it really calms my brain when I smell it, but, but also it's natural <laughs> because... Huh? It makes you feel like you've done a workout as well. Like you feel like you're yeah. doing something really good for yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it kind like, of feels like whoa, you went to spa I'm so or something. Holistic. Yeah. <laughs> but also like like yeah we don't have to get into like what what's exactly in perfumes but like it's you know when you read the you know the back or like the packaging like it's it's like all these chemicals like a bunch of alcohol uh it's you know, different crazy of yeah 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 it's um, uh this is something i'm realizing more and more is like you have to question society like you aren't like you have to question everything because my brother said this to me and he was like the way you manipulate people isn't like through a psychological thing. It's just reaffirming something to someone so many times until they don't see it. Like they see it as completely normal. So for example, deodorant. Okay. We look in the store and we go, yeah, that's deodorant. Like so normal. But when you actually question it, you're like, okay, so our bodies are naturally like sweating for whatever reason. And we spray this flammable thing (laughs) from an aerosol can that if you mix it with fire, like fire, it will completely explode. Yeah. Um, this cancerous thing also it's right beside the breasts and that's one of the main reasons women have breast cancer i actually met a woman i believe in life when we're on our path we meet people everyone's a teacher but we meet certain people that plant that seed and i remember when i just moved back from canada and i wore so much fake tan then and i remember going to this holistic like herbal kind of store and a woman was like oh yeah like uh, I know someone who got breast cancer and it's because of her deodorant. Like I know it for a fact and yeah. um, it's right beside the breast. And she also said like the washing detergent you use is extremely, like you have to be yeah. extremely. So like even here now, like I have 
an organic natural deodorant that's like homemade. It's like this paste. It's really weird to explain. It's like tea tree. And yeah. uh, I bought like this really holistic herbal like washing detergent. And like, I just feel so in control and it, it makes me feel so liberated because yeah, like, I don't know when you think of deodorant though, like it's, it's such a crazy concept. Like when you actually think about it, like, yeah, we can smell bad. So like make ourselves feel, smell better, but no one there's has so ever many organic ones though. Like you, there's the so many incredible organic deodorants. Bad, well. Yeah. The reason you're smelling bad is because you're using deodorant and it's like this cycle, the more deodorant you use, the more you smell. And so it's yeah. this constant cycle. That's the way it's created. It's the same with coffee. And the reason I say this, cause I read a book, like that was like 450 pages all about caffeine. So like yeah. I know it inside of that. And he said, yeah. the thing about coffee is the more you drink, the more tired and fatigue you feel. And so you think the cure is coffee. And it's like, that's the whole point of the marketing scheme. It's like yeah. this, this circle, same with cigarettes, same with everything. It's same with deodorant, same with yeah. uh, shampoo, like strip your hair from all its natural oils and then it'll get greasy again. So you need to strip it again. When in reality, our hair, in truth, if we never use shampoo on our hair, our hair naturally knows how to cleanse itself. Yeah. But I think like that's just too far out. Like, I, I don't know, it takes like five months to regenerate your hair. I don't know if I'm willing to go down that path yet. yet. But it's like, we have to question what we're putting in our body, like most things, like I remember when I went into boots. Um, I don't know if you have boots in Finland, do you? Boots. Like, Wait, is it like a? It's like a pharmacy, like a kind of a makeup no, pharmacy. No, no, yeah. we don't. We don't have that. Okay, but when I walked in, I remember just thinking, like, there is nothing here that is like not chemically or made in an artificial yeah. lab, and like made with all of these, like. And this is something that's going to trigger a lot of people because I want to say it because it's yeah. No, just say it, say it, say it. Even my brother's like, oh no, I love, but it's like the more I go into my spiritual awakening, I start to question sunscreen. I'm like, Oh, these actually, what? you know what? I think sunscreen is really big because I've met so many, even like my parents, they never use sunscreen. Like they really? know for this like a long time. Yeah. I honestly think that these like, not at least more people thing. know about this more than people we are think. scared. To let's, talk let's talk about this. I'm so, I really yeah. want to talk about this. Though. Because I said this to Sarah and Sarah was like, Ella, I've been thinking this for so long. Like we always think the same things. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> but like, I remember just like lying down and being like, this is like a healing thing. The sun, like the sun is incredibly healing for our body, our bodies. They've tricked us into thinking that it causes illness. And then like this, but the, th the thing I just don't get. And the, the reason I questioned it is because like sunscreen, like I always think back to the stone age and I always think back to the fact that we are naturally meant to be naked, living in a forest, eating like really good food. Like that's just the way our human body's yeah. designed. So it's like, back then, like you couldn't just walk into a store and buy this genetically made, artificially made product with like 50 ingredients of like all these chemicals. And yeah. I started doing a lot of research in it. And a lot of places are like, yeah, sunscreen is actually what causes the cancer because it creates a chemical reaction with the sun that then, bind, that then binds with your skin and triggers and penetrates that into your skin. Yes. But it's like, and I also like, I, I know I'm not a, a doctor. I don't believe, honestly, I don't believe in like natural, you know, I mean, that's a whole other story. Like I definitely go to a holistic doctor if I was yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, same. Herbals are very powerful, but it's just something I was questioning recently. And I'm like, this is like, like, I remember I spent 60 euro on this sunscreen. It was like an, um, a really popular one in Ireland. And every time I put it on, it just smelt like the most perfumed, like, and I started getting psoriasis yeah. on my skin when I was using it. My skin was getting extremely dry and it was this thick paste and it smelt like incredible, but it was like, this isn't normal. Like this is yeah. really weird. And then they like, 
it's just, I don't know. It's like, just question and listen to your intuition. So Percy, my intuition, I hope my mom's not listening to this because if she hears this, she'll have a freak out if she knows I'm not wearing <laughs> screen. But actually, yeah. But like, the truth actually, is- the funny thing, when you, when you mentioned about like the chemical reaction, I was thought, because I was, because we, we, we had a, we were talking about this like in a voice match just like mm-hmm. a few days ago. And then I had a conversation about this with my parents. And my mom was like to my dad, she was saying that, like, do you actually remember we went to, like, Crease when, like, me and my brother were kids, like, a family trip. This was, like, 10 years ago, probably. And my mom was like, do you remember, like, my dad put a sunscreen to his skin and it was, like, super hot summer day. We were, like, laying in the sun. And my mom remembers, my dad remembers this as well. His mm-hmm. skin started literally, like, within 30 minutes when he was putting his sunscreen, his skin literally started, like, almost, like, bubbling. Like, it oh. started, like, doing this, like, it went completely red. And it wasn't, like, old or anything like that. It was completely yeah. normal sunscreen that my dad bought. It started, like, bubbling. And it started, like, um, the skin started, like, to peel off really fast. And it made oh this, like, whole, like, chemical reaction. It was, like, it was like itchy and, like, burning the skin. So it's, like, how can that, like, how can that be normal? Nice, and the funny yeah. thing is that people are, like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Oh, yeah, that's just your natural way. Like, people's skins are different. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. No. Think about- Think of it, that's crazy. Think of it like this. Like, okay, when you're cooking, uh, let's say an egg, okay, you put on the pan, you put some oil under heat, okay? The sun is literally the heat. That oil is burning and like, it's creating this, that's actually a really bad example because like I wear oils on my skin, but it's like the sun is is creating a mixture with that chemical that is a layer over your natural skin. Your skin knows how to protect itself. The reason like we get burnt if we forget to wear sunscreen is because our skin has been so hidden for so long that our skin doesn't have that natural bounce back. But like we've both spoken about this when you get burnt once, like I got really badly burnt when I came to Fort Aventura because my body hadn't seen the sun in probably 10 years. Like I, Mm. my, actually this is a really funny thing. My mom had such a she and she told me this recently because I exposed her my dad is extremely tanned like he's very tanned and just kind of light hair my mom tans as well but she really hides and stays out of the sun and so all my life I thought I couldn't tan because I'd naturally like the palest skin like so so pale and the reason being is my mom wore put these like they're called rashies they're like these suits that cover your entire body as a kid so she would constantly be putting sunscreen on me constantly hiding me so I never got a tan And when I moved here, I got really badly burnt. And I remember just being so upset. I was like, I wish I could just tan. Like, I feel like the sun hates me. Like, I can't stay in the sun. And sun is really powerful. It's very healing. It's vitamin, like, it actually triggers, like, I'm not going to get into it, but it's like the sun isn't what gives DNA. It's the reaction your skin creates from the sun that gives you, anyway. But like, my mom gave, like, she did so well in hiding the fact that I could tan because I I'm, I look very like my father and now yeah. I'm extremely tanned You're and dark. So tanned, yeah, yeah, because I'm literally like my dad. But I didn't realize that because I was hiding. And I also and ever since that, I feel much happier just being in the sunshine. Like it gives me energy. It's very masculine energy, so like it's going to give you a lot of energy to do things. Um, but it's so fascinating to me. Like my skin knew immediately how to protect itself. Like, okay, it got burnt the first time, but then it created a layer. I haven't gotten burnt since. So it's like, it's just interesting. But like our bodies are so powerful. Like they have all the answers. It's, they're, they're amazing. And uh, yeah, yeah. we give credit to our brain a lot, but our body knows, knows a lot. Or our soul. Knows how to, and like, I, I believe like it knows how to like heal itself. This is be a whole other topic by itself, but I know that you believe as well. Like our bodies has like everything it needs if you give it the right fuel, you know? Like if you treat it yeah. well, it knows how to heal itself. Mm, your thoughts, your emotions, like the things you're putting on it, like 
we are so powerful beyond measure. And like, it's, this is the thing that I did for ages is like this excuse being like, Oh, we're going to die anyway. So may as well like do all this and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah but like, we could make our experience here so much more like the feelings you get when you strip back from the things that are considered normal in the matrix. Like when you strip back from them, the, the vibrancy you feel within is like, like nothing else. Like, you know, so it's like, you may as well like create the most high vibrational life you can on this living earth. It's not like a spiritual bypass. Cause like you can still do shadow work and you still do all this, but like we deserve to be high vibrationally if we desire. And like when we don't like, that's what keeps us stuck. So like all these chemicals, all these perfumes, another thing that's so bad is like what people use to clean their houses with like, oh, yeah, like yeah. what they use to clean their toilets. Or like, I see these like it's like this spray thing that you can spray on your bed to like make it scented, like Febreze or something. And I'm like, yes. oh my gosh. It's oh my God. So that's actually one thing that people, um, that, that's actually so, yeah, that's so, that's so bad. I noticed in Bali, um, cause in Bali, like people, the older villas, like no matter how you know beautiful villa you have, they almost never have washing machines. Like, uh, so you have oh, to wow. go, yeah. So you have to go to a laundry place and you have to like pay someone to do your laundry. Oh, yeah, that's the the yeah. 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 So then every time you got your clothes back, um, it literally smells like this like flower field. Like, yeah, it smells mm-hmm. good, but like they just, oh my God. Actually, one day I went to pick up my laundry and this woman was like putting my dress and she was like spraying this thing all over my dress. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> get me my dress back. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my skin reacts extremely badly to washing detergents. Like my whole body flares up. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I notice it. Cause like, if I go into my bed and like, I go into my sheets, they'll just start like going crazy if I, it's like a wrong detergent. So it's, it's fascinating. So it's like, um, listen to those signs. Cause I ignored them for far too long. I was like, Oh, it's yeah. my anxiety. And I'm realizing no, is literally like all my environment. Like, I mean, it could have been, but like your body gives you signs. So it's like, listen. Yeah. To yeah. 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 Um, I'm thinking if there's, how long we have to talk, we have to talk for like one and a half hours i think there's oh, like wow there's, there's so there's so many topics i want to one thing i want to talk about a little bit is like crystals but um oh my god that's so weird i have a video going up today about crystals no way oh my god yeah. there's actually because i oh my god i have this this beautiful <gasps> i went to a crystal store um what is that it's a tangerine quartz wow tangerine. it's it's all for like um it, it stimulates your creative energy. So it opens like, uh, it, it's, it's more, it's super stimulating like to um, open like creative energy and like get you into like the flow state. And it's also great for like bringing new ideas um, into your life. Oh my God, I love it. They're yeah, so I, stunning. Oh okay, Crystals would be like whole other, that's so funny that you have a, a YouTube video about Crystals going into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, actually, one, one thing, I mean, I actually learned this, I only learned this like two days ago because I went to a Crystal store Um you know, you know, there's like tumbled crystals and raw crystals. Tumbled yeah, yeah, yeah. And the woman said there, um, and I, I read about, I, think, I can't remember. The woman said about that, and I also heard about this. Uh, it was from like a YouTube video that you should always uh, buy because for a long time I used to always buy tumbled crystals, but it's actually way better. You should always buy raw crystals because the the so the whole tumbling process can cause trauma to the crystal and it can like kill the energy because it can be Stop like it. yes it can be like traumatizing to the crystal you know it looks beautiful but the whole tumbling process is like you know it's all like it's like processed you know but the raw crystal yeah. is like a raw piece so the energy is like more it has more potent apparently the crystal wow. i heard this girl in um in bali said about that as well but yeah it i think crystals make sense that's so yeah. interesting 
Yeah, so wow. I, I I bought all like raw crystals now when I um uh, when I went there. Right. But yeah, I, I just about crystals. Like I think it's so it's so like feminine. Like um, it's so I like feminine, like beautiful thing as well. And oh, I, it's just all, also like because your, your room in um in Ireland. Oh my god, it was it was so beautiful. Like you know, you crystals have like crystals, everywhere. like long candles. I think that's really feminine. Um, you know, thing as well. Like create a beautiful like environment a space. Yeah, environment. Yeah. Like. Do, do you want to talk about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. want to talk about that? Like, share your experience, just like experience with that. Like, what what yeah. helps you to create like a you know beautiful? I don't know. I've, I've always been like that since I was like ten. My mom always said she always heard like banging in my room from hammers. Like I all like I was watching room tours on YouTube when I was twelve. Religious. Yeah. I've just always been someone that likes that my space, but. Um, I realized more, it's like, it's so important to like have a beautiful space. Like I love, I love, I miss my salt lamps. My salt lamps were yeah. my babies. I Aww. had eight salt lamps in my bedroom and I don't even like after like three months of moving into my apartment, like I, they're my children, salt lamps. Like, yeah. oh, I miss them. I miss my salt lamps. I had oil diffusers, incense burning, like bookshelves with like lovely like decor and like yeah I, I had this like body like naked body of a woman statue yes the ba- the base how do you say yeah, vase, yeah and the crystals and yoga mats and meditation pillow I just think it's so important to make your environment pretty because your reflection of your external is a reflection of your inner so if you yeah. want to feel better within you've got to make your external nice and though yeah. I will say like I'm not gonna lie when I was in that room I was doing so much shadow work so I was actually really it was very dark and dense but I think that really helped me just having a safe place for me to do that yeah Um, but yeah it was beautiful I miss it but I always make sure to have like nice little things like that's why I still love talking about skincare and like having my oils and my essential like I love cute things like that I love that sort of stuff it's always lovely to have like sweet things like that yeah like or even like like you said my water bottle like I just like having things that make me happy like it's it's okay to be materialistic I think people think like you know in order to be enlightened you have to let go of everything and like that's a, like you do you but let me do me and like I love little yeah. things and I like enjoying myself and it's not saying I'm depending my happiness on these things but I just enjoy them so it's like why not you know so exactly yeah yeah and it, yeah. Yeah, it also helps like you know crystals and all these like you know, like crystals they literally like they can hold energy like they use crystals oh, yeah. like more than like electronics like every single laptop you know, our phones, like, have cords in them because they can store what? information. Yeah, yes. What? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, electronics, they, like, they, they have cords in them. Like, it has the capacity to literally, like, hold, you know, like, memory, like, store information. So I don't, I, like, and people, like, people still think that, like, crystals cannot hold energy. Like, yes, they can. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it's yes, important to cleanse them. Yes, yeah, but that's true. Like, crystals, they, they can, you know, hold energy so it's also like you know like all these things they look beautiful but they also have you know like essential oils like these candles like these beautiful things they all still have like you know benefits into our life so it's not you know only about like the you know material like the materialistic side Mm. wow that's interesting i didn't know that well it's true like everything is energy i just that's so cool that it's in phones i didn't know that at all yeah 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 (laughs) Wow. Um, and then, oh, yeah, also like sage and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I love sage. Yeah. Um, or Palo Santo. And Palo Santo, yeah. Oh, my, and it smells so good as well. It does. It does. It smells a lot like weed. Oh, yeah. But actually, yeah, Palo Santo does, yeah. 
Yeah, when I sage my room, like it literally, like if someone wasn't like aware that like of what sage smelled like, they'd be like, yeah. oh, <laughs> this girl likes to, you know, light up. <laughs> like it was intense in my room. Yeah. I say it's like every day. It's important to cleanse the energy. Like I always do that. Like I incense my room. I'm like energy out or like I'll do it on myself. Like I'll sage my body and I'm like, yeah, you know, what's actually a really powerful method. I just learned and I've been doing it for like two days. A lot is it's a form of Reiki. Um, if you are having intrusive thoughts, like if you're having thoughts that you just don't want, you can actually visualize pulling them out with the color. So I always visualize a gray and I feel amazing after it's like, you're literally pulling out the gunk I hate that word but like you're it's like a form of Reiki but it really works so that's like yeah a- actually what it's what it's called because I, I it's so funny I saw I've never heard about this until I saw this TikTok it was literally like a week ago it was the spiritual woman and she was doing um okay I'm, I, <laughs> I was just gonna yeah. see but I'm, I'm doing this how can you explain it like it's a like hand pulling, movement, pulling, yeah. Yeah, or to pulling the screen. In a rope. So it shows like you're pulling something from the person's like um, in the other side of the screen. So she was doing like this and actually when you really focus on it and you're watching the person's hands and you feel like you're kind of like, she's sucking the, you know, all the toxic energy out of you. It really helps. I feel like you can do that probably if you go into like a healer, like you, they can do that to you as well. But I, I don't know, what, what, what is it called? I don't know if you know what's the method. Um... I'm not sure, but it's a form of like neuro-linguistic programming with Reiki. It's like the two yeah. go hand in hand, but it is cool. Another thing I've started doing is moving my hands a lot. I used to never express my hands. When you start doing this, like it yeah. feels amazing. I know people can't see, but like just moving your hands around something, our hands are actually really stiff. We don't realize like, just do this. It feels amazing. And I've yeah. never, you never think to do it, but um, I went to a relationships retreat and it was really fun. And one day we had this uh, <laughs> mindfulness orgasm coach come and talk to us. No way. <laughs> That's literally what he does. And he made us basically touch our hands extremely slowly, like the palms of our hands, like so slowly with our eyes shut. And he said, okay, uh, every time we'd go really slow, he'd go, now cut that even slower in half and half until the point where you're literally barely even moving your finger. Yeah. And like he said, and it was the cr- most, he's basically said, our hands actually hold the most amount of pleasure to like receive, but we're not used to it because we've never activated it. And he said that like, if you do this for half an hour, you'll start crying. It'll be the deepest pleasure you've ever felt in your life. Like crazy yeah. things like that. So when he's, I started learning about all this stuff, I'm like, this is so cool. So anyone yeah. who's like watching tonight, if you're just watching TV, like, or shut your eyes, the slowest, or even like he would, he told you to do it with an object. So I put my sunglasses on my hand and after 10 minutes, I'm like, Oh my God, this is the nicest feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. Yeah. Like, it's ever. actually like, even now when touching like super like sensitive, it's a, even a little bit like ticklish, but when you do it really slow, it feels yeah. like really nice. It's so sensitive. Our hands have, and that's our hands and our feet deserve the most love because they literally do everything for us. They yeah. create life. They create everything. Yeah. That's so Yeah. That's so beautiful. Mm, like, it, it cause, yeah. I think you were, yeah, I think you were mentioning about that in your, like, some of your videos as well. Like, we should, we need to give more love to our hands because, like, they do everything for us, like, all, you know? Mm. Oh, that's another, yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Like, your hands, so important. Also, like, yeah. uh, your nails and things like that. It's just look yeah. after. Yeah. I'm saying that I definitely need to get a manicure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, same. <laughs> same. Um, I think that maybe that's it from today's episode. I had so much fun talking. Yeah, like it was so so chill because like this didn't really feel like um 
you know, like a professional, like, actually, I, I think that people like more when it's like chill style, kind of like conversation, not super like boom, 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 like structured. And at least that, I, I, I think it shares opinions, but at least I like when it's more like flowy. And I used to like more like structure, plan every single thing that you're going to say. But now I'm just, I'm enjoying more just like kind of going with the flow. And it's funny because I'm supposed to be the interviewer, but I still enjoy kind of like, because I always get the questions like naturally in the moment. I'm like, yeah. oh, what's this? No, I enjoyed this so much and I want to thank thank you for coming on. I, I love talking about this stuff and I, yeah, think, me too. I think this will really help a lot of people as well for sure. because it's like, yeah, women deserve to feel good. Men I deserve know. to feel good. We all deserve to be happy. Like yeah. our natural default is unhappiness and like we're always chasing happiness, but like we don't realize like we can be happy if we want. Like that's that can be your natural default if we want. Easier yeah. said than done. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you for joining me in my podcast. And also for everyone, go like you have to go check out Ella's um, YouTube videos. Like I've learned so much from them, and like they're incredible. Like oh, your latest videos have been so good. And also, there's new video about crystals coming to us. Also, is there any like other socials? I will link like everything to the description. Um, I think also it. my podcast. I lo- I'm the yeah. same. Like I just love chilled podcasts. Like I don't yeah. structure them don't structure them at all so um if you want to link my podcast in the show notes you can yeah 100 percent. it's the ella ring rose podcast it is called yeah very and ella ring rose on instagram i will link that as well <laughs> gracias <laughs> amazing yeah. so thank you so much for listening and i will see you on the next episode bye bye